Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to K-Pop Tebak Show. Before we get started with today's show, I do want to let you know about a brand new show that we have. It is not a podcast, but it is an incredibly entertaining podcast. digital show and it is available right now only on facebook watch so this is how you can watch it you can go to facebook and you can type in dive studios right if you go to dive studios and you can watch it the show is called whiting whiting like it's the korean word whiting which means like let's go like jayo like you could do it that kind of thing um but pretty much the show is me it's amber of FX, Jamie Park, it's J of Day 6, Matthew, BM of Card, Ashley of Ladies Code, and Peniel of B2B. And we, <laughs> it's laughable. We played some ridiculous, ridiculous games. So it'll be very entertaining. Please go ahead and share it with your friends. Let your mom and dad know. Let your friends know. Let your next door neighbor, your crush, your boyfriend, girlfriend know. It's on Dive Studios on the Facebook page. You can also see it also see it on the Korea Boo page or the Subtle Asian Traits page. So check it out. Leave us a lot of comments. Engage with us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Let us know who you think is going to win it all. And um, hope you guys enjoy. Enjoy fighting. Now on to this show. It's K-Pop Tabak Show with Eric Nam. Let's get started. This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Tabak Show with Eric Nam. Ooh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the K-Pop Tabak Show. It's your host, Eric Nam. Welcome to the show. And today I am joined by a manager extraordinaire. It's Edward Nam. Hello, Edward. What's going on? How are you? Doing well. How are um, you? I'm doing swell. Well, okay. So before we get started, as we always do, everybody, please go ahead and subscribe. Please, please subscribe. And please rate and review. And please listen to these episodes. Um, you can do it for free. On whatever platform you're listening to from. Of course, there are videos at youtube.com slash dive studios. Where we have highlight clips and full episodes, etc. etc. And you can also join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash dive studios. Where you guys can get a bunch of perks. Like a lot of cool things. um, Just for being a part of the Patreon of dive studios. And it really helps us in uh, keeping the lights on and creating content. So if you guys get this… Love it. Please, 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 please consider joining us. All right. So, you want to say something? I can't stress that enough. Stress it. <laughs> Patreon is very, very important. Because up until this point, basically Dive Studios is a nonprofit. It is a nonprofit. And it is just much. people, uh, you know, donating their time, getting the word out, talking about serious things, fun things across the board. But you guys like Diane? Y'all like her laugh? <laughs> do you like what you're seeing and listening to? Mm-hmm. We need to keep her on board. The only way we can do that is through <laughs> Patreon. Please. Okay. I think they get it. That silence okay. was enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that teardrop. Coming Sorry. Down your did you see cheek. it? Oh gosh. <laughs> Alright. So. Speaking of tears and heartbreak. We're going to go into uh, some breakup songs. Because for as many people who are in love… And happily married like you. There are plenty of people who are going through heartbreak. Who are not in relationships. And would love a great breakup song. A great heart-wrenching, tear-wrenching song. So, I'm going to kick it off. Go for it. I'm going to kick it off with Taeyang's Wedding Dress. Ooh! 
brutal. Good choice, my brother. Yeah, this may not be heartbreak directly. You know, two people I mean, falling out of love. But it's more of like a… Uh, just from the the music video mm-hmm. that I saw. Um, it's a bit of a love triangle. You know, a guy getting married to a girl. Taeyang is in love with the girl. But he's also playing the piano at her wedding because he's obviously a friend. He's been friend zoned pretty hard. But then at the end of the video, spoiler alert, sorry, go check it out when you can. But he was gonna propose to her, I guess, and try to run away with her, like at the at the rehearsal wedding. dinner or wedding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so seems a little late, bro. <laughs> uh, but what a beautiful song. It is a great song. Wedding dress, it's like you know, last week we were talking about how like we had that middle part of 2003 through 9 that we didn't listen to K-pop. Right. Taeyang was one of those initial artists that got myself and probably you back into K-pop. Yes. Right? Like it was uh, Wedding Dress and uh, he had a… What else he had? I need a girl like… Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I remember because my uh, in college, some of my friends were like, yo, do you know this Taeyang guy? I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, he's like K-pop and he just has these like crazy videos. There's one where he like becomes a wolf or something. Uh, I'll be there. Or something like that. I don't remember. Mm. Um, but, but not beyond the K-pop universe. It was not… What do you mean? <laughs> Turning into a wolf. Uh, it's not… Yeah, not at all. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. It's a great song. I covered that song on YouTube a long time ago. You did. I remember you were wearing the white I t-shirt. I should bury that. Don't ever… Don't do I think it. we put it on private. I got you, dog. Uh, someone's got it. Someone's got it somewhere. It's really stressful. Dude, but shout out to Taeyong. I mean, the guy is like… Super, super nice as well. I went to his concert two years ago. And that story, funny enough, that, that song wrapped me back into K-pop. My roommate at the time… Um, He's the one that was like, yo, dude, you listen to K-pop? I'm like, just because I'm Korean, you think I listen to K-pop? He showed me that video. I was pretty hooked. And then I sent it to my wife, who was just my friend at the time because I was friend-zoned, you know. And um, she was like, yo, this is tight. And then it came full circle like eight years later. And, you know, we met him backstage and, you know, he was super kind. And she was like… She She had a full fangirl moment. Yeah, and like… She knows you obviously for a very long time. So she's not one to fangirl. But I guess if there was anybody in the industry that there was like some history with that, you know, she had some skin in the game. It was Taeyang. And then I was like, well, okay, don't get too excited. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just calm down. <laughs> okay. But you had that with Miguel, didn't you? Oh, 100% dude. First day at work when I started the agency in LA… Um, I saw Miguel in the in the elevator. Yeah, I, I remember you. It's like, like Selena Gomez the next out. day. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was a lot. I mean, that album Kaleidoscope Dream. It's not K-pop, but it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's quite amazing. Eric, what do you got? Uh, for a breakup song? Yes, sir. Oh man. Um. Well, we were listening to this earlier today, but Brown Eyes. I feel like people, a lot of people these days, don't know about Brown Eyes. And it's time for the world to re-recognize Brown Eyes. Um, Brown Eyes, they were like… In the 2000s, when I think of 
the music that I did manage to kind of keep tabs on. When it comes to guy duets, it was Flight in the Sky. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Brown Eyes. Um, for different reasons. I'd say Flight of the Sky is the much more pop version. And then Brown Eyes is the R&B, R&B version. Yeah. And they have some amazing songs. Can you give a little snippet of Parsa Ilyan? What a good song. Uh, this song is… I, I believe it's like… I'm just waiting for you year after year… On like our one year anniversary. Like… I'm waiting for the day you come back. I miss you so much. Dude look at my eyes. I'm crying. He's bawling. Don't, do you need tissue? I have I have tears in my eyes. Do you need tissue? I'm okay. You good? Okay. British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home. To the thrills of London… And the hills of Scotland to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savor the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit ba.com for details. You sure? Do it's you want a, to take a break? It's a. Um... I don't even know the lyrics, but I feel it. I feel oh, the heartbreak. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whew. Um that, I mean Brown Eyes had some great songs. Um definitely check it out. I feel like our show has now become just like a straight up K pop throwback show. Why not, <laughs> dude? You gotta appreciate the classics. You do, right? Yeah. Like as as much as it is cool that people can listen to whatever they want and there's something for you everywhere. Like right. I miss having like one song on the radio that everybody knows. Yeah. And wherever you go, you're like, oh, this song's on. Let's go. Now it's like, oh, well, do you know the deep cut to the side C track of this? I'm like, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, you mean the one that's like where he's deep breathing under his voice? Like, I don't know. But really what you say is like, oh, yeah, man. They're yeah. dope. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Like, that shit's dope. Like, <laughs> you don't know it. It's, it's… We've gotten to a place where so many artists, so much new music… That people will be diehard fans of an artist you've never heard of. Yeah. That was impossible back then. Unthinkable. Alright. So that's our heartbreak song. We got to find another heartbreak song. Well, why don't we tap into Missing You? Because you recently sang that on King of Mass Singer. Right? What is it called in Korea? Mass… Uh, yeah. Which is having its moment on Fox in the States. In the States. Um, but it's just not the same because it's it's such a big production talent pool and production in the well, states. Also, I feel like when I watch the U.S. version, everything is like you're not. They're not actually singing, right? They're in a costume that covers their entire body, and they're dancing on stage. Like you can't sing in that. How are they singing? Well. I think it also goes to show like in Korea, it is a little bit more surprising. Obviously, every, like there are a lot of celebrities here. Uh-huh. But the most unexpected people can sing their butts off here. Like the people that have won so far in the US version are like guys that you will have known could have sung. You know, like Wayne Brady and like, you know, 
if you hear Jamie Foxx, you'll know that it's Jamie Foxx, right? But here it's like, oh, this yeah. artist from this time or whatever. But everyone can recognize it. It's not like a far reach of who that person was. They likely had some moment at any given time, right? Does that make sense? Well, see, I, I actually… I've just never seen a full episode of the US version. But it's every time tough. I… Tough to get through. Every time I saw a clip, they're wearing like a full-on Disney… Yeah. Uh, like theme park costume. And I'm like, how do you have a mic? You don't have a mic in there. Are, you, are they holding a mic? And if they're holding a mic, you're telling me they're singing through a full out like basket on their head? Like a mic can't amplify that. Dude, weren't you like a watermelon? I was a broccoli, bro. Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> Eric was a broccoli. And what he's trying to say is the difference is like his mouth is not covered up. Yeah. Like you really have to sing. You have to sing, sing. Um, Yeah, all to say… The Korean version definitely has this dramatic like cuts. And that's just Korean TV. But the people that get on that show can't sing, dude. Woo! Yeah, they can. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Fly to the Sky. So Fly to the Sky is our next artist, Missing You. That is a song that… Eric and I are in a karaoke or any sort of social setting. And they're like, hey, Eric, oh, you're gosh. a celeb. You should sing something. And Eric's like, oh, no, no. Like, I really… I don't. And then everyone starts going, Eric, Eric. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, oh, my go-to. I'll do Missing You. And then, you know, I'll be in the corner like shooting off emails. I'm like, Eddie, trying to, Eddie, Eddie, take the mic. And he'll have me come on. And, you know, I'll, I'll usually start off. I'll sing Hani's part. And then you you do Brian Juice part because you guys have a wait, little bit more it, of that. Wait, how does that start? Um, no, Brian starts. I start. Oh, yeah. And then Eddie will come in and fill it in. But yeah, it's a great song. I hope you guys know it. If you guys want to see my version of it, it's somewhere on the internet. But it's a great freaking song. Eddie and I would sing that so much when we were kids. Like anytime we were at a karaoke or whatever, it was like that was the song. Even like a year or two ago, we were in a situation where they're like, you guys have to sing. We're like, uh. So we sang, we sang, we exhausted all of our InSync, all of our Backstreet Boys, yeah. Usher, and we were like, oh my gosh, what do we sing? What do we sing? What do we sing? I'm like, here it is, Fly to the Sky, Missing You. It's also the audience we're with. If we're with Koreans, we'll go missing you every time. If it's with like, you know, a more American crowd where people are enjoying like karaoke for the first time. Of course, we'll do like the Backstreet Boys and we'll typically get like 99 to 100%. Because we're great. Uh, you know, it's, that's, that's no doubt. Yeah, um, we're not concerned. But dude, that song from front to back has everything from like kind of like the, the 90s sensibilities in the early 2000s that I love. The falsettos, the ad-libs, the lyrics, like everything about it. It's almost a perfect song. It is. It's a great song. The only thing now, if you listen to it now, in the, what? In 2020. Oh my gosh. 2020. Is that it feels long. Because it has like multiple… The chorus comes out like four or five times. Mm. It feels really long. So as I was preparing it for Mass Singer last year, I was like, man, this is super long. Yeah. Um… And I'm I'm glad you hit those high notes, man. There are a couple of high notes in that song that like some people would be afraid to hit. You just went after it. And I, I remember just seeing you dressed up like a broccoli 
and just like competing competing with this this other per, this other person. I don't know who I that don't was. even know who it was. Yeah, and you just smashed it out of the park, and people are like, "Wow, Eric, like that was amazing! You just came up with that on the spot." And I was like, <laughs> "Eric put his ten thousand hours in on that song." Uh, you know, what I'm I saying? did. That was a lot of practice on that song. Can you give us a little snippet of no. what this sounds like? Uh, no, I can't. Why not? It's too early in the morning. Okay, should I? Yeah. Every day, every night, I am missing you. That was great. Thanks. We should go to karaoke later. Dude, I've had way too much coffee this morning. Okay. <laughs> you look tired. Okay. All right. Uh, for our last breakup heartbreak song, real quick, we're going to go into this song. I'm not even explaining it. I'm just going to throw it out there because it's such a great song. It's Crush featuring Taeyeon Ijabodijima. Which is don't forget about me. Music video where it's Yeah. I really I just like that song. It's just such an easy song. It's not even like a banger banger, but it's just like it's such a pleasant listening. So I just wanted to throw it out there. Um, so I will leave you all with that heartbreak playlist. Also, also, and a quick shout out to, as you guys know, our new brother program, sister program, family program. Um, Jay of Day Six has a new show, obviously, on the Dive Studio Network. It's called How Did I Get Here? Um, with Jay of Day Six. And Day Six has a song called Congratulations. Um, and it's a breakup song. My congratulations is also a breakup song. Oh, they're both breakup songs. But anyways, congratulations to Day Six version. Uh, their music video has Cheushik in it, and Ushik is the actor. He used to be under JYP, but um, he's in the music video, and he was in that movie Parasite, and they just won a SAG award. The movie. The movie. The movie. And at the point that this airs, the Oscars will have been revealed. It will, because it's in February. So, good luck. Hopefully, we'll see. I don't want to… Well, fingers crossed. We don't want to jinx it, but I think if you put it out into the universe, there's a good higher vibes. chance. Congratulations on the Oscar Awards, you guys. Best picture. Amazing. Yeah. I'm you just never that. know, though, because right now, it's quite the train that's just bashing down walls right now. It's, well, it's gotten to a point where people are like, you like Parasite? And someone's like, Oh, it was okay. And you're like, dude, what is wrong with you, bro? That's the movie of the year. It's like that's like that kind of power right now. Does that True. make sense? True. True that. I'm just saying. Eddie's Eddie's seen it four times. Four times. Four different crowds. It's, I'm, I can't. I, I don't have time for that. I, I pick up something new each time. I'm happy for you. Um, so yeah, check out Jay's show, check out Parasite, and check out all these songs because they're great. Um The worst way someone broke up with me. You're just an instigator. I don't think I've had like a, a worst way. Um, I've had bad aftermaths of breakups. Breakups, dude. Where it's just it was so bad. You were like break girls. <laughs> Sorry, I have a lot of trauma. I've used a messenger before. Wow. Yeah. Who? How? It was when text was getting pretty uh, trendy. Well, I texted, "Hey, will you talk to?" You know, so and so, and then tell them that like you know, I'm not interested. 
our goals and dreams are not aligned. Uh, was that well received? Huh? Was it well received? Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me… She went to a different school at the time. Potentially so, like, there's like, some girl there. somewhere who… Who is hitting dislike on every Tabak show video. <laughs> every Tableau podcast video. Being like, this is trash. <laughs> dive Studios more like Dive Poop Studios. Oh man. Yo, I think, you know, as, a, as an artist manager and a music connoisseur, right? I… I still love sad songs. Like when I Frank Ocean's my favorite artist and um you know they're they're obviously thinking about you had its moment. I even did like a whole um I did a whole project on that um in college about it and like why it was taking off in this new R&B like neo soul type of movement was happening. Uh you know with the Miguel's and the Weekends and and stuff like that. But um I wasn't going through any particular heartbreak, but I think the lyrics just speak to me and I think that's why people say like you know when you're going through a tough time you write your best music and I feel that even if I if even if I don't feel it I can feel it you mm. know what I'm saying I feel like sad songs you don't have to be sad to enjoy or to relate to them or to listen to them but to all. be fair if you are going through a tough time and you're listening to a song that it was written in a tough time, then of course you connect with that. You gravitate harder. towards it naturally. Yeah. But I still think you can appreciate a sad song. Dude, I got a crazy story real quick. Dude. Okay. In eighth grade, this girl that I was dating for like six weeks, we were pretty in love at the time. Right. You guys were talking marriage. Yeah, it was like six weeks. Like every day on this on the phone. When you're just like falling asleep and you're just like your phone's on like the side of your head and you just, you know. And anyways, some infidelity things happened. Okay. Whoa. Might have been some hand holding with somebody else or like a kiss on the cheek. Another one of my friends witnessed when I wasn't there. And that crushed me. And I remember listening to Coldplay's Yellow. <sighs> I listened to Coldplay's Yellow on repeat. And I was just in the basement on the black couch sobbing. <laughs> Dude. I was just sobbing for like three hours. Oh my god. And uh, I don't know. Isn't like Yellow like a happy song? But the look instrumentation the is so like… look. Yeah. It is a happy song. They shine for you. It's celebrating like someone yeah. you love. And I guess I was like… I used to celebrate you like that, girl. Why you gotta be like that? God. Do you remember this? No. Eddie and I, again, a lot, we've said it multiple times. Eddie and I did not get along until like college. It is just not like, we did not like hate each other. Dude. We didn't hate each other. We just didn't get along. We just didn't have much in common. We didn't have much in common. We had very different priorities. Eddie. <sighs> Here he goes, controlling the narrative, but I'll have my rebuttal. What, what do you gotta say? I'll say Eddie was a little shithead. Here we go. <laughs> we get it. Dive Studios. This is your first time tuning in. Why don't you go look, turn, turn back, go check out episode three or whatever. No, He's all gonna I'm go gonna on. say this. All I'm gonna say is this. And I say this. Uh, this is my narrative. People are like, we love Eddie. Eddie is the best. Like you guys must have had a great time growing up together. I was like, like, um, well, you didn't know Eddie in middle and high school. And like the first, second year of college. Because Eddie was a very 
emotional and in many ways selfish kid growing up. Sounds like a middle schooler. Okay. Except I wasn't like that and Brian wasn't. Well, Brian… Yep. Eric, watch what you're Brian. saying. Come on. Dude. I don't know about Brian. <laughs> Brian's the Brian's the youngest. He's the one right. that's like, I could do anything, bro. No repercussions, bro. I think <laughs> that's because he was almost like an only child. Yeah, true. Because he was an only child. Like, we left to college and he lived by himself for like six to eight years. So like, true. there was nobody around him. So he was just like, whatever. But yeah. I remember like, the entire family, we would… It would be an argument… Versus Eddie. Eddie versus the entire family. And be like, you guys hate me. You guys suck. And we'd be like, you're so dramatic, Eddie. Like, chill out. And we would, and mom and dad, and we just like, just don't, just don't talk to him right now. Dude, I had a chip on my shoulder too. You had your, you had your struggles. I had my struggles. You know? It's like we went to a very non diverse school and it weighed on me a different way that. It weighed mm-hmm. on you probably. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I've got to be a certain way. Um, yeah. So it was, you know. And you just heard me pour out my soul right now. Crying in the basement <laughs> at 11 p.m. Right before <laughs> bedtime. Not even studying. Just crying, but see, dude. here's my point. Like, I'm crying and then you're coming down. And then I'm, I snap. I'm like, yo, Eric, dude. Get lost, dude. Can't you see I'm like struggling? And then Eric's like, whoa, this dude has no manners. And walks away <laughs> when I'm like struggling. See, I'm not even concerned about you not studying because you never studied anyways. I, I studied. Really? The bare minimum. Right. Did you do your homework? Yes, I always did the homework. Mm. I just didn't study. <laughs> I remember we got like it was like post college and Eddie was like I actually don't know how I got through anything because I never did anything. Dude in college I definitely studied hard. Well yeah. You're after you transferred. No. Okay. Let me set the <laughs> Let me set the record straight here. Okay. Yes. We, okay. Yes. We know Eric went to Deloitte. Graduated person of the year at Boston College before anyone knew that he could sing. And then he went off and became a K-pop star. Future GQ man of the year. Forbes 30 under 30. Taking over the world. Touring globally and doing his thing. Right? Okay? Dude. Not everyone can achieve at that level. So when Eric says I wasn't studying, I still had a 3-2. Okay? That's what? Like an 87 equivalent? Right? That's Wait. Not, is this high school? No. This isn't college. Before I transferred. To Boston, right? Where, by I the way, it was much I got lower. mag. No, it's not. And I got magna cum laude, dog. I'm you know what that you, is? Bro. That's around like a three seven or three eight, okay? And then I spread my wings. And I said, "Hey, this studying thing ain't so bad. This chasing my dreams thing ain't so bad. Let's see where I go with this, okay?" Yeah. So I studied in high school. Okay, yeah, I didn't, but I acquired different <laughs> skills. I acquired different skills. I'm, I'm not criticizing you. I just, I'm just, I just think it's a great coming of age story. That is why I like to tell this story because I think people, when they look at you and the people that are mutual friends, is like, man, Eddie's like such a cool guy, and like he must have been so fun to grow up with. I'm like, a no, he wasn't cool back then. Like he was cool to his friends, but he was not easy to grow up with. Like yeah. we fought a lot. We did. The re- yeah. The reason why I'm not pushing back so much is because Eric, you were a really good brother to me. All right. <laughs> Writing my SAT college essays and stuff. I even remember <laughs> when Eric would drive me to school, I was always in the passenger seat. He used to 
let me sleep next to him. And I would get that 25-minute nap in. And he wouldn't ask questions. And, you know, he was just a, he was a good older brother. But I'm glad I'm here. And we're helping. And we came full circle. <laughs> here we are at Dive Studios. I'm on your podcast returning the favor. <laughs> you get it? I'll just say. But you, you shouldn't say that to my kids down the line, right? What am I going to say to your kids? Be like, yo, your dad? Total shithead. <laughs> when he was your age, dude. When my kid, little Nikki, is like stealing gum from the corner store and he's now in juvie. You're like on the phone with what? him. You're on the phone with him and you're like, hey, dude. Hey, Nikki, it's not that bad. Your dad was way worse. Like, I don't need you having those conversations with my kid. With little Nikki? Yes. I'm going to have that conversation with okay. little Nikki. All right. Okay, we're done. All right, guys. Anyways, be sure to check out Dive Studios. YouTube.com slash Dive Studios. Subscribe, rate, and review on uh, whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And please, please consider uh, becoming a patron on our Patreon. You guys can stay tuned with all our stuff at our socials, at Tabak Show, and at the Dive Studios on Instagram and Twitter. We love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next time on K-Pop Tabak Show with Eric Nam. Eddie, say bye. Hey, see you guys. Outro! Thank you for listening to K-Pop Debug with Eric Nam. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. We're Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Two black single moms living in L.A., the valley to be exact. Duh! We keep it 100, real, and unfiltered every Wednesday. This is not your average mom show. No DIYs, mommy hacks. Or complaining about how our kids just hit their 60-month milestone. This is grown folks talk. That's right, because mama gotta have a life too. Nothing is off limits as we discuss mental health, sex, motherhood, dating, culture, and our sometimes bad choices. With a range of guests from social action activists to porn star parents. This is a judgment-free zone for moms, women, and anyone looking for their tribe. Join us, your hosts, Erica and Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices podcast. Every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. A-Cash, 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 A-Cash recommends. recommends.